are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. We talked about on some of the other broadcasts. It's kind of far out for some people because they haven't studied this in the Scripture. But when you follow the teaching of Jesus, He called things that are not as though they were until they were. In all of his ministry, he operated in that. I've seen so many people that they don't have the God inside image, the image that God gives us in his word, that we are led by the Spirit of God, that we are filled with the wisdom of God. Matter of fact, there's a prayer that Paul prayed that we would be filled with the knowledge of God's will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And I used to take that scripture and pray it every day, the whole thing, that I'd be filled with the knowledge of God's will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that I might understand of the hope of His calling. And I would go on and on and on. And as I said that and began to pray that, what I was doing is calling for that wisdom and knowledge to come into my life, calling for understanding. And then I began to be led of the Spirit to make wise decisions in all areas of life. And it changed my thinking because as I believed I was walking in wisdom, I called for wisdom, I called for understanding, then I made right decisions which further reinforced that I'm listening to the Spirit of God, and then you get on a whole different path in life. And you found out it was a lot easier than trying to have faith. You don't have to try to have faith. You just confess the Word, and that means say the same thing God said about it till it gets on the inside of you. And it creates a lifestyle fit for God on the inside of you. And that way you have a communication with God. And it's His Word that causes these things to come to pass. You know, in the 70s when this was taught throughout this nation as never before, some people got the idea that, well, all you have to do is say it. Mm-hmm. Well, saying it is involved in causing it to happen, but there's a lot more to it than saying it. Mark eleven twenty three says, Whosoever shall say unto the mountain or the problem, the situation in their life that they won't change, be removed, be cast into the sea. You'll never hinder me again long as I live. I could paraphrase it that. Debt, you listen to me. I'm talking to you. You'll never hinder me again long as I live. I'm redeemed from the curse of the law, and I'm free of debt. I proclaim it in Jesus' name. I said that. When I was deep in debt, it didn't look like I'd ever get out of debt. But what I did, I took what the Word said and proclaimed it and said to it. And over a period of time, I began to see that on the inside of me. And I felt like I had no financial problems when nothing had changed financially at that point. But it changed me on the inside. I could see myself with abundance. But I didn't have abundance. I'd called it till I could see myself with it. I had formed that image with God's Word, and it was God's Word that caused the manifestation of it once I got it in my heart. Then I was led by my Spirit to do the right things for the right situation to cause abundance to come. It was one of the easiest things I ever did. But the hard part about it was unlearning some of that old stuff that I'd engrafted into me by people saying, you just have to say it like it is. Boy, I was saying it like it is, and it's getting worse all the time. Well, in unbelief, maybe God wants you to be this way. You know, maybe this is the yeah. way God God's wants you to be. God's teaching you something. God's teaching you something. Yeah. Well, if you're not fully convinced of something, you cannot have faith to manifest it. That's right. You have to be fully convinced. And I remember the first time that I started reading Deuteronomy chapter 28. And it says, 
It shall come to pass, if you hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God, to observe and do all of his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. And he goes on down to tell what the blessings are. Blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. And he goes on and he talks about being blessed in the basket, in the store. In other words, your finances being blessed. He talks about the Lord will cause your enemies that rise up against you to be smitten before your face. They'll come against you one way and flee before you seven ways. Then he says, The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and in all thou settest thine hand unto. Now, I remember reading that and thinking, that's really nice. (laughs) But you know what? It wasn't in here, like what you're saying. It wasn't in here. And then as I kept reading it, I made this a confession. And I began to declare, I'm blessed in the city, I'm blessed in the field, I'm blessed coming in, I'm blessed going out, the blessings of the Lord overtake me. And I began to confess it. And one day I remember that as I was reading it, it just hit me. This is true. (laughs) I am blessed. And it didn't really matter what my circumstances were at the time. I don't think I had had anything happen. It's just that it became real on the inside of me. And after it becomes real on the inside of you, then it starts to manifest. But you can't make it happen outwardly just by saying, okay, I apply this, I confess it, I call it. You've got to have it on the inside. It's got to come from here out. Jesus said, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart, he brings forth good things. Now, who brought it forth? God or the man? The man because he did what God said. He read the manufacturer's handbook. And Joshua, God told him, let not this book of the law depart out of your mouth. Now, that's all the word of God they had in that day. And he said, keep it in your mouth. In other words, keep saying it, that thou mayest observe to do. In other words, observe means to see it. You'll see how to do it, and then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Then thou shalt have good success. And who will make your way prosperous? Joshua did by doing yeah, what God said. By doing said. what God yeah, said. That's right. He said, meditate in the word of yeah. God. Observe to do this, then you will make your way prosperous. That's it. You will do it. A lot of people are sitting around going, oh, God, prosper me. God, Just waiting on bless God. me. God's you know, waiting on them to get the word right. in their mouth. We kind of have this idea that God's like a satellite up there, you know. We send our <laughs> prayers up and it bounces off and then it bounces back down as an answer over here somewhere. And, you know, what did Jesus say? He said that God, the Holy Spirit, is on the inside of you. And so we're trying to do something a lot of times out there when what we need to do is pay attention to what's in here, what we're meditating on. If I meditate on Deuteronomy chapter 28 and I get that in my heart, I'm not trying to bounce something off and beg God to prosper me. I'm meditating on it. And then I come to believe it and then I will walk it out. You're going to see how to do it. You're going to see how to do it. You'll see yourself doing it. And I know exactly what you're talking about. When you felt like everything was perfect but nothing had changed outwardly, I come running in the house one day and told Peggy, I said, I feel rich, but my bank book doesn't show it. (laughs) That was back in the late 60s, you know, when I was struggling. I mean, everywhere I looked, there was lack. And I was confessing abundance and no lack. But I confessed it until it got on the inside of me. I was full of abundance, but my finances didn't show it. But then, after it was abundant in my heart, I started saying things in faith that changed circumstances and situations. 
I started saying, I'll do the right thing. I'll be in the right place at the right time. I'll know exactly how to plant my cotton and how to do this. I remember one time I had my rice out. I had the whole crop out in the dryer. And the guy said, we'll give you $3.60 a bushel for it today. And the guy with me that he got his out, he said, sell it. That's a good price. I'll sell mine. He said, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to pray about it. He said, what? <laughs> you know? And so I got to praying about it, and the Lord said, hold it, don't sell it. So that's a good enough word for me. So I said, no, I'm not going to sell it. I'm going to hold it. Well, that was September. In January, I sold my rice for $9.03 a bushel. <laughs> now, somebody said, well, it doesn't make sense, the things you're saying and calling things that are not. It may not make sense, but it makes dollars. Because I heard the Spirit of God, I meditated the Word of God, I confessed there's abundance and no lack, and I could have said yes and sold my rice, and I would have lost $6 a bushel on it right there. <laughs> you know, so the manifestation of the Spirit is profitable to every man with all. I mean, it just changes situations and circumstances. Well, there are two things that stand out in my mind, and one of them is the time that you were praying and telling God all the things that were wrong, and, uh, oh, this is wrong, and this is going bad. And Praying's it, not worked out. Things it's not getting working worse. out. It's getting worse, and the Lord interrupted you, and he said, what are you saying? What, what are, are you, you doing? doing? I, it almost insulted me. I thought he knew I was praying. <laughs> I said, Lord, I'm praying. He said, no. He said, you're complaining. And he said, besides that, I would be glad if you'd quit coming to me and tell me what the devil said and call it praying. Yeah. <laughs> that jerked the slack out of me. You know, that was focusing on what you didn't want. Right. And the other thing that stands out to me is in one of your books, and of course you've told it often, is that the Lord spoke to you and said, I have told my people that they can have what they say. And my people are saying what they have. Yeah, I'll never forget that. Hickory, North Carolina, 1974. Told my people they can have what they say, and they're saying what they have. Now, the Lord said that to me in a millisecond. I was reading the scripture when he said that to me. Mark 11:23. He said, I told my people they can have what they say, but they're saying what they have. And it becomes such a revelation to me. I mean, it's so profound. I knew it in a sense, but I didn't know it like he said it. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and when you say what you have, you have what you say. And most people believe that they're supposed to go around saying it like it is. When everything else in life, we call for what we don't have. Don't talk about the problem. Talk to the problem and tell what's going to happen. And that's what Jesus was talking about. He said, the good man out of good treasure is hardly bring forth good things. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. That's why it has to be abundantly in the heart to where you're fully persuaded. The Bible says of Abraham in the fourth chapter of Romans, Abraham, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Verse 21 says, Being fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was able to perform. Therefore, it was imputed to him for righteousness. So he staggered not at the promise of God. Abraham was fully persuaded. What's it mean to be fully persuaded? That means that he has the word of God in him till he knows that he knows he knows what he knows and he knows he's the father of nations. And the way he got that way by confessing what God said about him. And if you'll take the promise of God and say what God said about you, what has already been given, 
and find the promise of God you have need of, confess it until faith is abundant, it will come into your possession. And we're out of time, and uh, what are we offering today? Well, we have a wonderful DVD called Calling Things That Are Not, and that is a single DVD. It's offer number 2856. It's $15 plus the $4 shipping. Actually, you recorded this in a meeting. It's just tremendous. I would highly recommend that if you haven't heard this message, you need to hear it. It's offer number 2856. It's called Calling Things That Are Not. So those are some good teaching, calling things that are not. Now, sometimes people say, well, now, what do you mean calling things that are not? Well, in the fourth chapter of Romans, the Apostle Paul says that God taught Abraham to call things that were not as though they were. And if you don't understand that principle, you're probably going around calling things that are as though they are exactly like they are, and they are. And they will always be that way if you continue to do that. But if you will call the things that are not, they'll come. Now, how can you call something when it's not out there? If you just walk in an elevator, and you're going to call it like it is, and you're on the first floor, and you punch the first floor, guess what? You're going to stay right there on the first floor. The doors are going to open again. You say, yeah, but I wanted to go to floor five. Well, you punched the wrong button. And a lot of you are punching the wrong button and wondering why you didn't go somewhere or something didn't change. That's DVD offer number 2856, Calling Things That Are Not. A 60-minute DVD for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. A total of $19. Until Monday, this Charles and Annette Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.